Welcome to the podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse Tabernacle. You can find out more about our church at lighthouseofmaslin.com or join us for worship Sundays at 11. We pray this message will be a blessing to you. Amen. Hallelujah. I feel so, so grateful to be in God's house tonight. So grateful to be in God's house tonight. gone through a lot the last couple years, haven't we? But we're still here. God's still good. He's still the same. And I just find myself so, so thankful tonight for the goodness of God, uh, for the faithfulness of God. Hallelujah. Come on. Has he been faithful to anybody here? Well, even when we mess up, he's still faithful. Mm-hmm. Even when we're inconsistent, he is consistently faithful. Mm-hmm. Even when we fall short, his goodness and mercy still follows after us. Ah, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I told the Lord the other day, or just in a time of prayer and you know you know when you get in that personal time of prayer and Jesus just meets you there and he just begins to touch your soul you know what I'm talking about where he just touches your soul he touches that deepest place that no human can touch and there's just this soul satisfying experience I told God I said God this as is as good as it gets on this side of heaven This moment in time, when I'm in your presence and you're touching the deepest place of my soul, I said, this is as good as it gets on this side of heaven. And I'm so thankful that he gives us access every day of our lives where we can go into that secret place and God will meet us there and he will touch our soul. You know, it seems like everything in this life tries to drain us, doesn't it? It's like holes in the bucket. It's just everything comes at you from all direction. Life tries to drain you. Every time you think you're coming out of something, something new starts. There's always something there to drain you, always something there to challenge you. But God, he's like this never-ending well. And he's like, hey, you can come and drink as many times as you want in one day. Every time you come to the well, I'm going to be there. Every time you call my name, I'm going to be there, and I'm willing to touch you and minister to you. Oh, hallelujah. I am just so thankful. I'm so thankful for the goodness of God tonight. I'm so thankful for the faithfulness of God tonight. As I look in the rearview mirror here on this last Wednesday night of 2021, and I look at 21 and 20 behind us, some two of the most challenging years the church has ever been through in our lifetime, but yet God has remained the same. He has been faithful through it all. He's been good to us in the face of every challenge. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. 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 The preacher told me one time, he said, you know, if you just talk about Jesus, he'll show up. Amen. As I was driving up here tonight, I was just talking to the Lord in the car. You may be seated. 
said, Lord, I, I feel like I got something I want to preach. I said, but I just, Lord, not 100% on where you want to go tonight. And just begin to inquire of the Lord. He said, when you get there, he said, just find the flow and follow it. Just find the flow and follow it. And there is a flow of the Spirit here tonight. There's a flow of the Spirit here tonight. And, and I believe that the Lord just wants to minister to this local congregation, to this body of believers. I'm going to tell you what I feel in my spirit. I feel like the Lord sent me here tonight to tell you it's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. He's with you. He's walking right beside you. He knows exactly where you are. He knows every challenge that this church has faced. He knows every sickness uh, that you have gone through, every, every family struggle that you have endured, every up and every down, every valley and every mountain. And I feel the spirit of the Lord saying tonight, it's going to be all right. Uh, it's going to be all right, Pastor. I know you've had some challenges in the last few years, and and we keep talking about revival, and we keep talking about fire, and we keep talking about multiplication. And I just feel the echo of the Holy Ghost tonight saying, I'm with you. Every word is true. Uh, keep standing on those promises. Keep standing on those declarations. Uh, don't let go of those things that you have professed. Mm. Acts chapter 2 tells us our sons and our daughters will prophesy. Is this all right? Is this okay? And I, I was praying this this week, just really, as I do, well, I try to pray every day, Brother Seth. <laughs> it made it sound like it was a rare occurrence, the way I said <laughs> I was praying for a change. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. But I was praying, and, and every December I just, you know, it's kind of a different, different gear, I guess you could say. And I really start seeking the Lord about the upcoming year personally, for our family, for the church, for, for the direction and the trajectory of the ministry that God has called our family to. And I'll tell you what I, what I felt this week, all week. He said, I want you to begin to pray prophetic prayers. He said, I want you to tell the church to stop letting life happen to them, but start prophesying into 2022 what you want to see the Lord do. Is this okay? Does anybody feel a witness in the Holy Ghost here tonight? And I know we're getting ready to turn the corner going into this next year. But I believe the Lord is challenging me and challenging us to begin to prophesy into this next year. Is this next year going to have some hidden challenges? I, I think that we can, you don't even have to be a prophet to know there's going to be some things that blindside us in 2022. There's going to be some challenges that we didn't see coming. There's going to be, you know, we're living in a time of extremes. Have you noticed that? You know, it, it, I, I remember... You know, this is what happens when you get old. You start making decade references, right? I remember 10 years ago, 20 years ago, seems like any time something happened that was even a little extreme, you had time to experience it. 
and time to kind of bounce back from it. But we're living in a season of extremes where extreme things happen every day, where there is volatility in society, volatility in, in, the, in the lives, in the attitudes, in the hearts of people around us. There's volatility in the financial market. There's volatility in the housing market. There's volatility in, in the fabric of society. And we don't, we don't have the luxury like we did in times past to, to, to kind of ease back into a sense of normalcy or ease back into to a flow of life that, that is more of our pace and more of our comfort level just about the time that we think Think we have bounced back from some extreme that happens in our life where we're hit from the other side with another extreme. And, and our world is just every single day bombarding us with volatility and bombarding us with extremes. And the more that it happens, the more I find myself uh, drawing into the presence of God and finding a peace in his presence and finding a steadiness in an attitude of gratitude and in a thankful mindset. And, I, and, and all this volatility and all of these extremes, I see that it's having effect on the body of Christ. Have you seen that? Have you noticed that? But what I'm finding out is that as children of God, as children of the name, as blood-bought believers filled with the Holy Ghost. We don't have to be tossed around with every single extreme. We don't have to be bounced around with the vol volatility of the world around us, but we can have a steadiness in our life. And this is where I feel like those prophetic prayers are going to come into play for the church. I feel this strong in the Holy Ghost right now. I feel like I have found the flow. If you look back on the last 24 months and it, and it feels like your life has just been like this because of situations that have been outside of your control and you, you've wrestled, wrestled with depression and anxiety and, and all kinds of differing uh, financial situations and family situations and no doubt even the church body itself has been pulled right and pulled left and lifted up and let down in all these different situations and, and we just are almost emotionally and mentally exhausted from the volatility, right? Just me? Come on now, I had to roll down the windows just to get here. I'm like, Lord, it's only 6 o'clock, and I'm falling asleep. Anybody find yourself exhausted more than you ever have before? Hello? Do you, you understand this is a <laughs> physical symptom of a spiritual battle that is happening? You're not just exhausted because, you know, the quality of our food is not what it should be. You're not just exhausted because you're getting older. You're exhausted because there is a spiritual war that is going on around us that is taxing our mind and it is taxing our emotions and it is taxing our families. But I see a strength 
being cultivated in the church right now. And I believe that as we move into this next year, that we are going to see a strength come up inside of the church. The, the Bible calls it an unfeigned faith, an unwavering faith that is going to rise up inside of the church. And, and people around you and people around me are going to begin to notice because the world is even noticing amongst themselves that they are being affected. They don't understand what is happening, but they see, boy, everybody's mean all the time and, and nobody's happy and everybody, you know, it doesn't doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, you're you're unthankful and you got a bad attitude and everybody's against one another and everybody's only for themselves. Even in the world, they are noticing this. So they are going to notice uh, when something shifts inside of the church uh, and the church becomes unified in mind and unified in spirit and unified in purpose. Uh, and they're going to begin to notice that you have an energy uh, that they don't have and you have a strength uh, that they don't have and you have a peace uh, that they don't have uh, but I'm going to tell you right now it's not going to happen by accident uh, it's time for the apostolic church uh, to begin praying prophetic prayers uh, I prophesy in the name of Jesus uh, Lord, that no matter what happens in the world around us uh, the church uh, is going to have an abiding peace uh, in 2022 uh, it's time for the church to open their mouth uh, and stop being reactive uh, and start being proactive. Uh, God gave you the authority. Uh, he gave you the right. Uh, he gave you his name. Uh, he gave you power to prophesy uh, into your future. Uh, and I believe it's time uh, for us to begin to prophesy God uh, in 2022. Uh, no matter what the volatility is uh, in the world around us, uh, there's going to be a steadiness uh, in the saints of God. There's going to be a sureness in the spirits of your people. There's going to be singleness of mind in the hearts of every believer. Mm, hallelujah. Oh, come on. You feel a witness about that tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Woo. Ah. It needs to happen. <laughs> It needs to happen. Mm. How many of you have, have dealt with some of these symptoms that I've described here tonight? Just by a show of hands. Anybody been dealing with this stuff in your life? All right. Half of you are honest. That's awesome. Huh? <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you didn't raise your hand, it's affecting you more than you're willing to admit. And may be affecting you more than you are even willing to recognize. Denial is also a symptom of spiritual warfare. Because you know what happens? We get dull in our spirit. That's what volatility does. These extreme highs and extreme lows, 
we, we, we kind of take a step backwards and let a dullness come on us and a numbness come on us. Why? So that we're, no, we're not so drastically affected by the extremes because it's so exhausting. But when we allow that numbness and that dullness uh, to come into our spirit, uh, we also miss out on the sensitivity uh, of the Holy Ghost that is trying to lead us. Uh, but I prophesy in the name of Jesus uh, that there's going to be a restoration uh, of the sensitivity of the Holy Ghost uh, in the hearts and lives of the people of God. Uh, that we are going to recognize uh, the quickening of the Holy Ghost again. Uh, and we are going to be quick to obey uh, when the quickening comes on. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Don't let 2022 happen to you. <laughs> hmm. 2022 is not going to happen to me. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, I've begun to prophesy some things into our family, into my children, and into this next year. <laughs> When you pray prophetic prayers, you need to expect to see them come to fruition. Prophetic prayers are not hopeful prayers. Mm. Prophetic prayers are creative prayers. Uh, they are prayers that have creative power. Uh, and you begin to speak things into existence. Some of you need to begin to prophesy into your homes again. Uh, you need to begin to prophesy into your marriages again. Uh, you need to begin to prophesy into your kids again. You need to prophesy life back into the vision of revival that you once held on to for this city. See, that's what that volatility does. It secretly siphons away vision. And it puts you in survival mode. We just got to make it through. Any, any of you feel like COVID's never going to end? I can't control what that virus does, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to have a volatile effect in my house. I know you're saying, Vinny, that's a bold statement. There, there's a lot of things that have been shaken. There's a lot of things that have happened. We've lost loved ones, and there's been trials. I understand that, but it's time for you to begin to prophesy. See, when I read my Bible, every time I ever saw challenges, 
nations come across the world that also affected the children of God, it didn't last forever. There was a time where God stepped in and said, enough is enough. This is the line. I am setting up a divine hedge around my people. And I've been saying it for the last 12 months. And I'm going to say it again here on this Wednesday night. I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that before that trumpet sounds and the church goes on to glory, there is going to be a divine hedge around the people of God in this last day. And this world is going to see and they are going to take notice just like they did of the children of Israel when they were in the land of Goshen and they saw a light on in Goshen. They're going to see a light on in the church and they're going to say, how come it's not happening to them? How come it's not affecting them? How come it's not destroying them? I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that God is setting up a hedge around his people. God is preparing himself a bride to come back for and the people of God need to shake themselves from their slumber. Shake yourself from the numbness of your soul. Shake yourself from the volatility of the world around us and say, God, I prophesy that I need to get my clarity back. I prophesy a sensitivity in my spirit again. I prophesy a precision in my spirit-led walk with you. God, I prophesy that wherever I walk, I'm going to have dominion. I prophesy, God, that signs and wonders are going to follow me because I am a believer. I prophesy that I'm going to know the word more than I've ever known it before. I prophesy that God is going to reveal things to you in his word like never before. I prophesy you're getting ready to have uh, some of the most powerful personal prayer meetings uh, that you have ever had before in your life. Uh, I prophesy to you uh, that you are going to see prayers answered, uh, that you've been praying for decades. I'm going to tell you just just this past week, uh, Pastor told me a testimony. Uh, They've had this prayer request for I don't even know how many years uh, the church has been praying for this prayer request. uh, And he got up on Wednesday. Wednesday night and announced it to the church because everybody had been praying about it for years and God answered that prayer and God reminded me of something that he said to me all the way back in January that I shared with you. He said this is a year of answered prayers and fulfilled promises and I prophesy to you that it's only the beginning. There are prayers that are going to be answered in 2022 that you have long forgotten that you even prayed. There are prayers that are going to be answered in 2022 and God's going to remind you to start prophesying that answer again. Oh, hallelujah. Church is not going to let 2022 happen to us. We're going to prophesy 
into this next year. We're going to prophesy that these pews are filled. I prophesy to the prodigals in this city that have gone wayward and become estranged from the church. I prophesy in the name of Jesus that angels are going to be dispatched from this place tonight to begin to minister. To be Hey, church, you need to lift your voice. If the Lord is beginning to quicken you right now, I charge you in the Holy Ghost to lift your voice and begin to prophesy. I prophesy revival in the city of Bolivar. I prophesy. I prophesy. The fulfillment of promises that have come over this pulpit. I prophesy a breaking of tradition. I prophesy prophesy a wellspring of life in the dry places of the church. I prophesy a renewing in your walk with God. I prophesy a reviving in your daily faith. I prophesy some of you are going to get your dance back. I prophesy some of you are going to dance in these aisles and in these altars like you haven't danced in years. I prophesy people are going to run these aisles again. I prophesy a shout back into your spirit. I prophesy a hunger into your soul to see your city saved to see revival come to this town. I prophesy a burden for souls to come on the church again. I prophesy a fresh anointing to come upon you. I prophesy a boldness on the people of God. I prophesy a faith that does not back down to the intimidation of fear. I prophesy life into this church. I prophesy life. I prophesy a flow of the Holy Ghost in every single service. I prophesy refreshing into your prayer closet. I prophesy a renewing of your mind. I prophesy a reconsecrating in your family and in your home. I prophesy bigger altars in your prayer closet.
you're hearing right now is a right now word. It's what the Spirit is speaking right now. I could have preached a sermon. I had one. But I prophesy a quickening on you, and you're going to walk ready to step into the right now every day. You're going to be ready to step into the right now every day. I'm challenging some of you right now. There's going to be a boldness come on you. And you're not going to revert back to tradition and just in your little kid out of jail free card and, and try to do it the easy way, but you're going to let boldness uh, dictate what you speak. Uh, you're going to let boldness uh, and the leading of the Holy Ghost uh, dictate how you demonstrate when you leave this place. It's mm. all right. You guys all know what the definition of insanity is, right? Keep doing the same thing, expect different results. Some of you expect revival, but you ain't witnessing. You expect miracles. <laughs> But you ain't praying. <laughs> you expect revival. <laughs> but you're not sowing and you're not watering. <laughs> you expect apostolic demonstration, but there's no boldness. Is this all right? <laughs> if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you always got. I prophesy divine strategy is coming on the church and on the people of God in the name of Jesus. That person you've been wanting to see come to church for all these years, stop doing what you've always done and get bold in the Holy Ghost and tell them exactly what they need to hear. Get bold in the Holy Ghost and pray for them right where they are. Get bold in the Holy Ghost and make a declaration of faith huh, and tell them that God can heal their cancer, huh, that God will put their marriage back together, huh, that God can do huh, a miracle of restoration huh, for their kids. Huh. Boldness needs to come on the church again. I prophesy belief back into your soul. Stop being bold when you stop believing. Hmm. I looked up. What I preached the last time I was here, Bishop, before I got here. 
That's what evangelists do. They do it to make sure that they don't preach the same thing twice. And that was so stirred in my spirit. Because I felt drawn to that same text. I don't know if any of you remember, I preached out of Samuel. And they brought the ark into Dagon's house. And Dagon fell. Just when the presence of God moved into the room, Dagon fell. People were upset, so you know what they did? They tried to put him back up. He fell again. This time his head came off. entire atmosphere was affected when the spirit of the Lord came in the room it made an impact in the room I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that you're going to walk into rooms and you're going to walk into places where the entire atmosphere changes because you brought the spirit of the Lord into that place some of you working in the public sector that are surrounded by filth, you're surrounded by perverseness, you're surrounded by evil. You need to hear me. The devil's done everything he can to try to wear you out and wear out your mind and wear out your spirit and just put you in survival mode. But here is the truth. Every time you walk into that place, you are taking dominion and authority in that atmosphere. And you are taking territory for the kingdom of God. And I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that there are some Dagons that are going to fall in 2022. Things that you thought would never be defeated. Things that you thought you would never see victory over. You are going to see the head of Dagon come off in 2022. I feel the Holy Ghost on me right now. I feel the authority of the Spirit of God. You need to stop dying digesting and believing uh, the lies that this world is telling you uh, and speaking over the church. Uh, there are lies and false gods uh, that are going to come down in 2022. Uh, and God is going to use you to do it. Uh, you are going to step into rooms uh, and the entire atmosphere is going to change. Uh, there's going to be a shift, uh, a tangible shift uh, in the atmosphere when you step into that place. Uh, because God is going to give you dominion, authority, and power. Pastor, I bought my wife a van. We were texting back and forth. This was actually real close to the last time I was here. And we'd been looking for a while. And she sent me this van that she, she wanted me to get. And I'd gone to uh, Brother Heideball's right after being here on a Sunday morning. And she texted me. She's like, anybody can go look at this tomorrow? And I was like, I was like, no, babe, I can't. Whew. She's like, okay. She's like, well, if it's God's will, you know, it'll it'll be there 
and you'll be able to go look at it on a different day. And uh, a few days later, I woke up. As soon as I woke up that morning, Seth, I felt the Lord say, you need to go look at this van. And I was like, okay. All right. It was in Cincinnati, by the way. And um, so I got in the car, and I drove down to take a look at this van, Bishop. And I went in to see the sales guy. His name was Sean. And, and on the way down there, the Lord started dealing with me. He's like, Vinny, he's like, I don't want you to act the way you normally act when you go to car dealerships. I was like, what you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about, Jesus? <laughs> I was trying to play innocent. He said, he said, I'm with you. He said, I want you to be polite. I want you to be kind. He said, and you just let me work out the details. I was like, I don't get to negotiate at all. <laughs> He's like, okay. I was like, all right. So I go down and sales guy comes out and immediately, you know, I'm like, got all defensive, right? I don't need any help. I'm just looking. <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. I was like, yeah, I'm here to look at this van, you know. Real open and transparent. I did everything you're not supposed to do with a car salesman. Yeah, we love the van. We, you know, we found it online. And, you know, it's half bought already. <clears throat> we're filling out, fast forward, we're filling out the, you know, application, credit application, all that stuff. And he's like, what do you do for a living? I'm a preacher. I said, I'll go all over the world and preach. And he just looked at me like, oh, okay. And the moment I said it, the atmosphere changed. So much so that I could see it on him. He was like shaking. The Holy Ghost literally came down over that desk and he looked at me he began to ask me questions I looked at him I said Sean I said I'm going to tell you why I'm here I said don't worry about the van I said we're going to buy the van I said but God didn't send me here for a van God sent me here for a man I said Sean God sent me all the way to Cincinnati to buy this van so that I could talk to you his eyes got glassy I began to ask him questions about what he believed right there at that desk I began to talk to Sean about the gift of the Holy Ghost I began to talk to him about Jesus name baptism and he's literally like shaking trying to fill out this paperwork I said Sean we're going to get you connected I said, there's a church right down the road. I said, I'm going to get you connected with Pastor Ellis. I said, can I give him your number? I said, yeah. I said, I'm going to, I'm going to give, you, give him your number right now. I'm going to see Sean either tomorrow or Friday. It's been a month since I've seen Sean. And I'm believing 
that Sean's going to be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost when me and my wife go down there to meet him. Let me tell you something. I, I texted him a couple days later, Bishop. I said, Sean, I prayed for you this morning. And he called me and left a voicemail. This is what he said. He said, I don't know what kind of prayer you prayed. He said, but I feel like a brand new person. He said, whatever you prayed, you just keep on praying it. He said, I've never felt this happy. He said, I haven't felt peace. This is on my voicemail. He said, I haven't felt peace like this in years. He said, this isn't about a van. He said, God sent me a friend, and I needed a friend. He said, you're not just a customer. He said, you're a friend now, and we're going to stay in touch. And we've been texting every single week. And I prophesy to you in the name of Jesus that God's going to fill him with the Holy Ghost. But let me tell you something. When I went in there, I didn't just say, oh, just let me give you a church card. And let me tell you when you can go go to church and hope. Hopefully you're going to make it. No, right there in the moment, I, I let the boldness of the Holy Ghost come on me. I, and I let the authority of the Spirit come over me. I, and I said, God, I, this isn't a car dealership atmosphere anymore. I, this is going to be your atmosphere. I, and your Spirit can move right in this car dealership I, the same way that it does in an altar on a Sunday morning. I, I prophesied to you I, in the name of Jesus I, that you are going to have encounters. I, just like that one huh, in 2022, huh, that the unction, the quickening, huh, the authority of the Holy Ghost huh, is going to come on you, huh, and the atmosphere is going to change huh, at a restaurant huh, when the waitress comes to your table. Huh, the atmosphere is going to change huh, in the break room at work, huh, and there are going to be opportunities huh, for you to step into the boldness of the Holy Ghost huh, and let God use you in 2022. If you'll be bold, God will partner with you. Ah, stop listening to your mind. Stop listening to your wicked, deceitful heart that tries to trip you up and get you to back down and say, don't say it. Don't be too weird. Don't be too bold. Don't you make those kind of declarations. You go ahead and make those declarations. You say whatever the boldness of the Holy Ghost quickens you to say, and you watch what God will do in that situation. Prophesy that the Pentecostal church uh, is going to be apostolic again in 2022. Uh, I prophesy that the church uh, is walking down the stairs from the upper room uh, and back into the street uh, and we are going to step into apostolic demonstration uh, and operation in 2022 uh, with boldness, uh, with authority, uh, with anointing uh, and with belief uh, and signs, wonders and miracles are going to follow us uh, wherever we go. Come on, if you believe that, stand to your feet tonight. I prophesy people are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost around your kitchen table. I prophesy you're going to pray for neighbors standing in their driveway this year. And tears are going to run down their face as the Spirit of God begins to move over them. I prophesy to this youth group that they're going to see revival in their schools 
things in their campuses like never before. I prophesy to you that teenagers are going to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. Teenagers are going to pray for young people and miracles are going to happen and the operation of the gifts of the Spirit are going to flow through these young people this year. I prophesy that our desires are going to be his desires in 2022. You're going you're to see a shift in what your heart is desiring this year. I prophesy it to you right now. Things that, that you've been laboring for and working towards and, and desiring for decades are, are, are literally going to disintegrate out of your spirit. And there's going to be a fresh desire that takes up residence where a carnal desire used to reside. Are you hearing me? Anybody believe in this tonight? Anybody receiving this tonight? If you receive this tonight, I, I, I want you to just lift your hands right where you are. And I want you to prophesy. Come on, don't just slip into what you normally do and just begin to speak in tongues. But I want you to prophesy. Let the Holy Ghost bring word, English words to your mind tonight and prophesy. Prophesy what the Holy Ghost says. Go ahead and prophesy that cancer is going to be healed. Go ahead and prophesy that your neighbor is going to be delivered. Go ahead and prophesy that there's going to be a financial windfall come on the church in 2022. I prophesy churches getting out of debt in 2022. You need to do it. I can't do it for you. This is your sin. Prophesy into Maslin. Uh, prophesy into your home. Uh, prophesy into your marriage. He la mando la bo Prophesy into your workplace. Prophesy into these altars. Prophesy into these aisles. Prophesy into these pews. Prophesy into these streets. Prophesy into these businesses. Prophesy into the atmosphere of Maslin, Ohio. I prophesy an angelic presence in Maslin, Ohio. Oh, that the overshadowing presence of God would be over this city. I prophesy the liberty of the Holy Ghost in every service. Uh, I prophesy a holy atmosphere in every home. I prophesy peace in every marriage. I prophesy the operation of the gifts of the Spirit. Mm. 
I prophesy young families coming into this church. I prophesy laborers rising up in this congregation. I prophesy soul winners. I prophesy intercessors again. I prophesy sacrificial giving. I prophesy prayer warriors on these pews. I prophesy the people of God getting rid of the carnal things in their life that have numbed their soul. And I prophesy spiritual sensitivity in you again. I prophesy the lethargy off of your spirit. I prophesy to this music team a fresh anointing in 2022 every song you sing every instrument you play every service you lead that there will be an anointing upon each and every one of you that destroys every yoke of bondage that walks into this room I prophesy over you Seth every time you get this microphone and you begin to exhort and declare and preach and prophesy that things will shake in the atmosphere. I prophesy divine directives into your spirit. Week in and week out. I prophesy a hedge around your home. I prophesy a hedge around your family. I prophesy a daily renewing of strength. I prophesy the release of the zeal of the Lord in this city. I prophesy breakthrough over you, Brother Poling. Now one step forward and two steps back, but two steps forward, and then another step forward, and then another step forward. I prophesy consistency over your life. I prophesy every weight, every entanglement, and every encumbrance that trips up the people of God time after time. Every encumbrance that robs you of victory. Every entanglement that robs you. I prophesy victory in your life. In Jesus' name.